Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith and how the two come together in lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with hosts Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Ken, how are you today? I'm doing great, Mike. Good. You're having a good day? I'm having a great day. That makes one of us, brother. <laughs> makes one of us. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, and you're doing a good job, Mike. Yeah, you hang in there. Well, it'll, uh, yeah, it'll be good. You know, just when you think you're having a rough day. Yeah. And then you get a chance to talk to the guests that we're going to have on today. And you do the you do the uh, the read and a couple articles that I read about her. And, uh, man, the day, come on now. You can get through kind of the, the, the ridiculous nonsense kind of stuff that that uh, that I'm talking about getting through today. Our special guest, she's a freshman at Cedarville University in Cedarville, Ohio. And she is a gold and bronze medalist in this year's Paralympic uh, Olympics. She, I, I'm just telling you that reading through this and knowing what she did in, in about a two-day span is, I have hard enough time getting out of bed, Pastor. Mm-hmm. I get out of bed and, and wait till you hear what Grace Norman has done. Grace, thank you so much for a few minutes of your time. How are you today? I'm very good. How are you? We're, we're doing good. Your trip to Rio, that, that was a good trip for you. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Yeah, it was a great trip, in fact. Grace, let's talk a little bit about, let's tell people now, you are, are um, your left leg below the knee is amputated, correct? Correct. And was that from 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 birth? From uh, explain when and how that happened. So I was born without my left leg uh, or my left foot due to a congenital condition. Um, so I've grown up this way, and it's always been me. Mm-hmm. So this is you know this is how you've always grown up. And doing research, when you talk about you know living, you live on a farm. Is that correct? I do. Yeah, yeah two, I, two goats, Jackson and Parrot. Oh uh, yeah, Patriot and Patriot. Jackson are my goats. Yeah. You ever? You ever? Yeah. You don't have any goats, do you? No, I've never. Had, I, no, I've never <laughs> had any goats. No. no. Uh-uh. She trains pigs for the fair each summer. I see. Uh, that's cool stuff. Yeah. We're you know we're, we're sitting here in Milwaukee, you know Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And we're city boys. City boys <laughs> through and through. And I look at that and I think, man, that's pretty cool. Hey, let's talk about your upbringing, if we can, um, where you were born and raised. Yeah, so I was born um, in West Virginia, and I lived in Morgantown for the first, like, four to five years of my life, and then I moved to Jamestown, Ohio. Now, Jamestown, uh, Grace, is that near, uh, is that between, like, Akron and Cleveland? Um, kind of. It's near Cedarville. Like, it's about 20 minutes from my house, and um, then it's around, like, 45 minutes from Dayton. Okay. Okay, so you're closer to Dayton. Okay. Yeah. Have you always been a runner, Grace? Because you're, and we haven't told people yet um, what you won the gold and bronze in, but <laughs> have you always been, you've always been a runner? Yeah, um, my... Mom was a collegiate runner, and 
Um, so we we just kind of followed in her footsteps. I started out playing like t-ball and softball and soccer, but then I quickly realized that that was not where my gifts were, and um, pursued running when I was uh, started in seventh grade. So, Pastor, let me tell you what she won her, her medals in. Okay, she won the gold in the triathlon, and then came back like in thirty six hours later and took the bronze in the four hundred. After running the triathlon, it, aren't you supposed to, like, let your body rest for a week or something, Grace? Correct? Yeah, I mean, that that wasn't ideal, the timing, but, um, you know, it was, I had the opportunity, so I, I took it. Man, good for you. Yeah. Do, do you know, Pastor, on 9-11, she stood on that podium with her gold medal. Wow. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think you could have drawn that up any better, Grace. Yeah, it was um, it was a real honor. You know, people, a lot of interview questions afterwards, some addressed, um, you know, like, how are you feeling? And, um, you know, like, just to be able to take the gold medal on, um, on 9-11, just remembering all the lives lost on that day and just, uh, you know, thanking God for my freedom to be able to race in, in a different country and, um, and be able to, like, um, proclaim my love for Christ as well. Uh, so I was just very thankful to have that American flag raised high and hear our national anthem. Oh, that, that's pretty awesome, Grace. Yeah, and to uh, stand there and hear the national anthem, that is uh, tremendous. Hey, uh, was was anybody in your family there with you, or were you, uh, were you just there with your teammates? My uh, parents were both there. So okay. that was, um, I have two sisters, and they are both in school, so they couldn't really miss as much as... Um, as you know, being able to come, but yeah, my parents were there, and so that was a really, really cool experience to have them there. How long were you there in Brazil? Um, I was there for around ten days. Ten days, okay. You know, we kept hearing back here, and I'm sure you heard it um, during during the Olympics that. Yeah, Brazil wasn't uh, the safest place, and it wasn't really ready for uh, for this. What was it like when you were there? You know, I, I felt extremely safe. There Good. was um, military, like, every um, few hundred feet, there was, like, three military guards. And um, so it, I was definitely felt safe. The Olympic Village was, um, it was, you know, it, it's a third-world country. So, I mean, um, it wasn't as what we're used to here in the U.S., but we learned to just um, change our attitudes about it and look at it in a positive light and, uh, we had a bunch of fun there, and but yeah, it was. Um, I felt it was very protected, very safe, and um, we didn't encounter any um, unsafe or you know scary situations. Hey, Pastor, you know, understand when we, when when we're talking with uh, with Grace, she was the Paralympic Track Female Athlete of the Year, 2015. Was a high school All American in 2014 and 15. So she's a freshman in college, which is incredible to me. Mm-hmm. She's a freshman in college, and look at some of the things that she has been able to do in the, in the platform that the Lord has given her in order to 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 spread the word. And I th- and I and I think she would agree that that's I think what's going mm-hmm. on here. Grace, mm-hmm. would you agree with that? I would definitely agree with that. Um, the the opportunities I've been given. Um, just these past few months leading up to the Paralympics and now after, um, to be able to share my faith has been incredible. I've been very surprised that, like, I 
I expect um, faith questions from Christian organizations and, you know, radio stations and um, other places, but to be asked, like, plainly about my faith on, on public TV stations and radio stations, um, I've been very surprised at how they are very open to hearing about my faith, and so it's been a very, very neat experience. Hey, Grace, the radio station um, that we're on is a sports station. It's a secular sports station in the city of Milwaukee. And I don't, we don't know, Pastor Ken and I don't know of any other secular sports station in the country that does a program like this. And we've been at it for uh, two and, uh, it's over two and a half years now. And we get a chance to have people uh, on the secular sports station that are willing to talk a little bit about how their faith has affected their lives professionally and personally. So when when we get a chance to talk to somebody like you who is really young and and has this has this platform, it's really exciting for us mm-hmm. because you know as you know and, and Pastor knows probably more than anybody in this conversation how difficult it is on a day to day basis to be able to just stay strong in your faith, walk worthy, and understand the direction that that you know we're meant to to, to be. And it's really it's exciting for us guys our age to talk to somebody your age who understands that at, at such an early age. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Your parents must have done a great job with you. They have. Um, they are incredible role models in my life, um, in in sports, in in like just life in general, but especially in Christianity. Um, they always want me to put God first in my life, and they've been a huge instrument in that. So they, they walk the walk, and you've been able to, to observe that, and uh, really uh, what a great message that, they, that they're that they sending and how they live. Yeah. Hey, when, when uh, and, and your parents' neighbor, are, are Tim, Tim and Robin, did they when you, when you were younger did they just say hey look this is this is who you are and you're going to go out and you said you tried other sports at an early age they they never gave you um an excuse right they said look this is you're going to be um as strong as any of the able bodied athletes in this area you're going to play all these sports and and they never said look you probably shouldn't be doing this um because of of what's going on here with you physically so I, I guess that I, I give them a ton of credit for that. Yeah, uh, my parents really, you know, it was pro- it was a, a bit of a shock when I was born. Um, you know, they they're both athletes themselves, and so to have a, a to say per se like imperfect child um, was a bit of a shock. Um, but they really just relied on God and. Um, they, I really thank them for how they raised me. Um, they raised me as the same as my older sister and my younger sister. They, they never instilled in me the word disability or handicap. And to this day, I don't use those words to describe me. Um, and so, like, I was just always treated as a normal child. And um, they have encouraged me, at, like, daily just to keep striving to, um, you know, meet the expectations of just a normal like able-bodied athlete and um so they have been a huge part of who i am today how how did your sisters do i'm sure they 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 got involved in sports also and and, and you all kind of competed either together or even against one another uh, how, how did that work with your sisters so my sisters and i are 
very close. We are all like best friends. Um, my older sister is a senior at Cedarville University, and she is a phenomenal runner. Um, so I definitely look up to her in all my running, and I I want to be just as good as her. And um, so she's definitely been a huge role model in my life. And my younger sister, um, she's a really good swimmer, and so um, she doesn't necessarily like running, but um, she since we live on a farm, she really enjoys working with animals, and so her passion is is there for, for the animals. Um, but yeah, we're just we're all so close, and uh, I had one year in high school to compete with my older sister, and then again this year in college, and um, it's just been it's been a really cool experience to um, be able to race like alongside my older sister. Boy, they must be so proud of you. I mean, they, they are. Re- they really must be so proud with with you up getting the gold medal and and the bronze medal and um they just have to be standing there together saying look that's man, that's our sister there that's awesome have they you have the gold medal and the bronze medal at home um it's at school with me right now because of all the yeah i've had to um you know show it to a lot of people but yeah so they're right there with me now oh that's awesome how cool is this? Yeah, man, I don't know if I've ever talked to a gold medalist before. Yeah, I don't think I. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I, the only guy I did was a Peterson that came on our broadcast. Uh, oh, the he wrestler, was a wrestler, yeah. Yeah. Hey, the, do you know the rest of her life? She'll be introduced as a gold, as the gold, 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 gold medalist. medalist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and on top of that, without you know doing all these interviews and everything, you're still a student at school. What what are you majoring in? I'm majoring in nursing. Wow. My my wife is a nurse, and um, I have to tell you, it's uh, it's it's a great profession. Good for you. She's she's very caring and cares a lot about people. And obviously, um, you do as well. Do you know what type of nursing you want to go into? I haven't quite figured that out yet, um, but I'm sure I'll I'll figure that out soon. Yeah, so you're, don't worry about it, Grace. Mm. You're you're awfully <laughs> early in this process. Hey, looking real quickly before we get to a break, looking at your career highlights, and there's a lot of them. Is other than the the um, the gold and the bronze, which one are you most proud of? Is it is it the the world championship in 2016? Is it you know? There's a number of them that I'm looking at. Is there one that 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 you say, look, that was a really that's the one I'm most proud of? Um, I would have to say my uh, junior year in high school, I podiumed at the state track meet um, in the 1600, and um, so that's definitely one of my biggest accomplishments besides the gold and bronze um, in the Paralympics. But that was just a, it had always been my goal. My sister was, um, she made it to state many, like pretty much every year in high school. And so to be able to fulfill, like, you know, just kind of carry on the tradition sure. um, and, and put podium at state and get that state medal was just um, a huge accomplishment. Hey, and I'm sorry, one more question before we get to a break. Has there ever been, has there been coaches along the way, either your coaches or opposing coaches, that have put up roadblocks for you to be able to compete? Um, Not really. The um, the Ohio has been pretty, uh, pretty good with allowing me to compete and not giving me a lot of problems um, with, you know, considering an unfair advantage. Um, I've gotten questioned about that a few times, and, um, I know what to say to that. And so most of the time people are very encouraging and they want the best for me. Hey, in, in high school you played, I'm just reading this, uh, 
Yeah, she swims and plays basketball. Were you on the basketball team as well? I was for uh, my freshman year. Well, I coach basketball. Can you knock down a jump shot once in a while? Or <laughs> that's the yeah. key. Yeah. If we ever get into a co-ed three-on-three three pastor, she's our. Can, can you can you pass the ball a little bit? That's yeah, the key. I'll, I'll be open. I'll be open, Grace. Man, Hit he me. always thinks he's open, Grace. He's not open all the time. In fact, he's very seldom open. But he always thinks he's open. So if we play in this three-on-three, three, you just look my way, Grace. You look okay, my way. All right. Good. Let's get you a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation. She is Grace Norman, 2016 Paralympian gold and bronze medalist. And we'll continue on the other side. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bunzel's Old Fashioned Meat Market. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Our special guest today, she is Grace Norman. She's a freshman at Cedarville University in Cedarville, Ohio. She is a 2016 Paralympian gold and bronze medalist. Guys, I got to tell you a quick story before we uh, we talk to Grace about her testimony. My grandsons uh, were in a cross-country meet yesterday. And Keegan's in first grade and Logan's in kindergarten. And there was 84 runners. And they were third grade, second, first, and kindergarten. And Keegan, the first grader, took uh, 30th out of 84. It's pretty that's, good. That's pretty good. I mean, how far are they running? I'm not. I wasn't there. I'm not sure. Like a mile, I think. Yeah. And Logan, the younger one, took 82nd out of 84. And he said, "Pop, I just did. I wanted to hang out with my friend, and he always takes last in these. <laughs> and he tried really hard, but he took last. But I beat him right at the end. <laughs> and I'm, it's so one year apart, and these two boys are so different. My wife was at the meet, and she said when they they told the boys to all stretch and warm up, Keegan, the older one, was off on his own, kind of stretching." And Logan was jumping around and dancing and hanging out with his he, buddy. He's like, I don't need to stretch. I'm ready to go. I'm going to take 82nd out of 84. I don't need to stretch. I'm so proud of these boys. So they, they're trying everything, playing flag football and, and the cross-country thing is uh, – I, just, I, I mean, I never got it. I mean, I'm, you know, Grace, sorry to have to admit this to you, but I've never been a great runner to, to run. I mean, if there's a ball, you know, on the floor or on the field, I can chase I, that. But I've I, never understood it. My, my my brother Tim has run. I went with him. He ran the Grandma's uh, Marathon up in Duluth, Minnesota, and he qualified for the Boston. Ran the Boston Marathon. And I can't figure these. I can't figure the mindset out. I think Grace is one of the nicest people I think we've ever talked to on the show. But I can't figure her out. I don't yeah. know what. I don't know where the excitement for running is either, Pat. I get a cramp if I drive twenty six miles. <laughs> so I'm telling Grace, it's a different mindset that you have. You yeah. know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> what is it about running that you enjoy so much? Um, you know, that's a good question. Um, I I guess I've just been doing it so long, so I feel very comfortable in in running. Um, I I go run if I get overstressed or too hyper. I just go run, and um, it's just very relaxing for me. And I've always been a competitor, um, so I have a very competitive spirit, and so. Um, if I can do anything to just, you know, race and um, 
you know, get some of that competitive competitiveness out of me, I really enjoy it. Maybe I should be a competitive eater. Because when yeah. I get stressed, I go eat. When, eat? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's where my calling is, Pastor. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's well, when she, said, when she said competitive, then, then probably no one wants to take you on in Monopoly either, do they? Um, well, I mean, I don't think I'm the greatest at that. Uh, yeah, but, <laughs> but, you still, you, but you still won't want to lose. You don't I mean, like losing, right? Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. yeah you, I don't you, like you'll, get all those land, you know, you'll get all the property, and you're going to charge everybody full price, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That girl. Hey, um, Grace, a big part of what we do on this show is we talk to uh, uh, each of our guests about their testimony, talk about their journey. Um, can you share your testimony with us? Yeah. Um, so I was my uh, I was raised in a Christian family, and so I've always been around, um, you know, the just Christian influences. And, um, and so, like, growing up, I... I didn't really, you know, it's hard for younger children to really realize the um, importance of God in athletics, and um, it it really started hitting me when I was in um, high school, and realizing that, like, I mean, athletics is very difficult, and um, and there's really no reason to do athletics if you're just doing it for yourself, mm-hmm. and um, I I've definitely put that into um into practice this past few years just realizing um that like I I'm nothing um I can't do anything without without Christ and um one of my coaches told me like when you're when you're looking at just one little thing like a hard workout like why am I doing this why is this so hard right now why am I doing this he told me to look at the big picture and what my my goal is at the end and um I took that and like it was really good for the workouts, but I took that into a different sort of light and um, put it into my walk with God. And um, you can look at life and when you go through things and you can feel like it's kind of like a dry spell or a struggle. And you say, why, why am I doing this right now? And you know, God wants you to look at the bigger picture um, of of your end goal in life, and that's to live your life for God and, and to live eternity with Him. Um, and so one of the main things that I have been focusing on, uh, especially at the Paralympic Games, it really it really proved true is that, um, you know, I really have to to um, ask God for his strength because I can't do it on my own. And with the, the events being so close, the triathlon, the 400, there was no reason why I should have, like, I could have done that, like, you know, won the bronze after that triathlon. I was really like a crazily sore like there was no reason I could I should have been able to do that and um you know I just giving everything to God is what I've really learned recently is just um just give like I gave that race to God and just trusted in his in his uh in his results and um I said that whatever whatever the results would be as long as I gave my very best um I would be happy and like that is what I I really need to um, focus a lot more in my life is just giving everything to God, um, not holding anything back for myself because my own plans are are just you know He looks at them and is like yeah all right well I've got something better for you and um, I just trusting God is is a really big big thing with um, with everything in life just knowing that His plans are better and um, and just 
uh, trusting that he has what's best for you in, in his mind. Hey, Grace, I might have missed this right when you began. So did you come to, to Christ then at an early age, since your mom and dad were taking you to church and telling you what Christ did for you on the cross? Did, did you come to the Lord then at an early age? Yes. Um, okay. I accepted Christ when I was around five years old. Okay. Um, I was in my house, and I I don't remember a lot about it, but I remember I asked my parents, and I said, I, I want to um, become a Christian, and they helped lead me to the Lord, and um, they've been incredible role models for me in, in yeah. the Christian walk. Well, that's awesome. I, uh, I can relate to you. I was five. My dad was a pastor. I remember coming home on a Sunday night, and Having to talk to my mom, I, they they say, Mike, if you're a preacher's kid, you either end up in prison or you end up in the ministry. And I was you're, in, a, you're in the ministry, right? <laughs> I am in the it? ministry, okay. but hey, praise the Lord, he, I I had uh, I had a, a few problems early on in my life doing wrong, and I I knew it, and uh, I remember that Sunday night coming home and recognizing my sinful condition and trusting Christ as my Savior. So, uh, Grace, that's neat. Five years of age. Isn't that, isn't that awesome? The gospel is that simple. A five-year-old can understand it. Yeah, it's, it's very incredible. Hey, as you were talking about faith, I couldn't help but think of, you know, you probably, it's an old movie. It was out years ago, The Chariots of Fire with Eric Little and and his yeah. testimony of faith. Uh, uh, you know, listening to what you were talking about, how God gave you strength, you know, came back, you know, that, that movie came back to me, you know, watching his commitment to even, you know, run a different race and, uh, you know, other than on Sunday and, and how God used him and all of that. And so uh, uh, as you were talking about your faith, I, I was thinking back to his testimony and his walk of faith, too. So I'm sure you've seen that that movie before. I have. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty inspiring. Hey, you know, on this show, Grace, we hear a lot of, uh, we ask everybody for their testimony, and as Pastor Ken always says, um, they never get old, and and yours is just beautiful. I, I, I commend your parents. Um, I, I, I'm different than you and Pastor Ken. I was not five when I accepted Jesus Christ. I was a lot older, and uh, it took it. I'm 100% Irish, Grace, so I'm a stubborn kind of guy. So it takes me a while to figure this stuff out. Um, so at a much older age, um, I figured it out, and and I thank him every day. Because if, if he's willing to accept a, a guy like me, uh, man, there, there's there's no doubt that he's willing to accept anybody that will ask and, and just turn their eyes to him and say, hey, you know, come into my life. So I, I really appreciate that. Let me ask you this, with with the platform that you have now, have you had the opportunity, even before winning the gold and bronze, to be able to spread the word and talk about your faith to uh, to fellow athletes? Um, I, I can't think of very many um, opportunities where I have. Um, I mean, I've been asked a few times just because of my, just my disposition and uh, my conduct and, and, um, but I haven't, I definitely coming back, I became more, um, I guess the games really showed me a lot about Christ's strength in me and, um, and my, my, I need reliance on his, uh, on his strength. And so, um, I became a lot more comfortable, um, after the games and during the games to be able to proclaim my faith and, and my necessity of his strength. Did you happen to come across any other uh, believers there on the uh, U.S. team or even some uh, from other countries that you're able to spend some time with? 
Yeah, um, some of my of my teammates are believers, um, and so it's it's been really cool to um, I know some of them from a few years back, and so just to be able to uh, talk about our goals and um, and then how like how Christ uses us is it was just very a very neat experience. Hey, Grace, did, and I don't know your personal life. I don't know if you have a boyfriend or, or not, but I would assume that I, I would be intimidated to come up and ask you out. I, I, I would, <laughs> You know, she's gold bronze medalist. She's a national. I mean, you look at some of the things she's accomplished such an early age. If I guess if I was a runner, I would not want to ask her out either because she would be way better than me at, at, at that pasture. So I, I, I would assume that, that, that boys are a little intimidated by you. Yeah, I, I think you're right because I, I don't have a boyfriend and um, it just seems like, you know, like I have the, it's like they want to like admire me, but don't want to get to know they, me. They, you want, know? Your, they want your autograph? Yeah, they want my autograph, not my number. Well, I, <laughs> that's good, Grace. I, I like I have, that, Grace. I have you seen keep pictures, that. and and you know what? You're you're adorable. You're you're extremely very cute. And uh, I just started thinking, man, if I'm a runner on the cross country team, and I'm looking at her, and I'm thinking, boy, I'd, I'd sure like to ask her out, but. Man, you know what? That gold medal around her neck is a little <laughs> intimidating. <laughs> hey, quick question before we get to a break. Are there, you know, there's a lot of uh, track and, and running clubs. Are there are there any clubs um, that that um, specifically would identify with, with somebody like you to, to, to be able to, to join a, a running club? Um, like a disability running club? Yes, or... yes. Um. Yeah, I haven't really found many um, like running clubs. I am a part of a triathlon team in Chicago called Dare to Try, and they are their main um, focus is getting um, injured veterans and um, like back onto the to the um, like working out and competing in triathlon. And um, so I've been a part of their team for the past like I guess four years. Hey, what's the toughest part of the triathlon for you? Um, probably the bike. Um, I mean, it's just it's the longest portion, so it's the hardest to stay focused the longest. Um, but yeah, I it used to be the swim, but I've worked really hard in the swim, and that's become almost my best now. How, how long is the how long is the bike? Uh, distance that you have to have to bike um the bike is 20k so around like 12.4 miles and do you and and again please if i'm going in the wrong direction on this do you do you have um so you're riding the bike with with i i think it's called i i looked this up that the uh the prosthesis that you have is called what the it is um well the biking leg is just um, just a regular leg. It has no special function. Okay. But my my running leg is called the cheetah blade. And so, and so when you get done with the bike, uh, you then switch the 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 biking leg with with the cheetah. Correct. Interesting. Wow. wow. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you. Let's uh, guys. Let's get you a break. I got a number of other questions that you know are going to make me look ridiculous when I ask them. But these are questions that I've always had. So I've never had a chance to interview somebody like Grace, and, and 
we asked her prior to coming on, said, look, I'm going to have some questions because I'm just not real knowledgeable with some of the things that, that you do and that you're going through. We'll continue our conversation with Grace Norman. She's a freshman. Yeah, you heard that. She's a freshman at Cedarville University, 2016 Paralympian, gold and bronze medalist, Grace Norman. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by All-American Window and Door. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Our special guest today, 2016 Paralympian gold and bronze medalist Grace Norman. Uh, Grace, again, thank you so much for, for your time. Hey, when, when you got done winning the gold medal... It was a 36-hour turnaround, correct, for you to run your next uh, the, to run the next one. Yeah. And if if it would have been reversed, where you had to run the 400 and then the triathlon, you would have been okay with that, correct? But um, it was the timing you know, I'm, of I'm it. I'm not quite sure. Um, my my main goal for the Paralympics was the triathlon. That's where I put all my training, and that's really where my heart is. Um, and so. It, the 400 was kind of just like a icing on the cake, and so um, it was. I, I still wanted to do my very best, but um, I knew that it would be a different kind of tire. Like the 400 probably would have made my legs very tight and sore, and okay. whereas the triathlon just tired me out. <laughs> yeah, I bet. But, hey, um, when you burst onto the scene on a national level. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because it, at least reading the article about when you were in high school, you were a freshman, kind of came out of nowhere. And I read a couple of quotes from people saying, I've not seen her. Who is that? And what year is she? I'm wondering on a national level, um, it looks like 2014 is kind of when you, you, you broke in on that level, correct? Yeah. So the, the 2014 USA para, uh, para Triathlon National Champion, was that the first one of those that you raced in? Um, pretty much. Uh, that was just, that wasn't, wasn't really a, a very big race. Um, the, national, the national championships are just, um, at least for para division, they're, they're not very competitive. Um, but the, I was just starting my, my career in triathlon and with um like paralympic sports and so that did get me involved in um in the paralympic uh, cycle but um definitely that first year I did I um competed in my first world championships and that was uh, a very big race to for like I think I was I must have been like almost 16 15 were you so, how nervous were you Oh, uh, I was very nervous. I bet. Um, but you, you know, I for some reason I don't seem to get as nervous for triathlons as I do track races. Um, but yeah, the I was young for that. I mean, I still am young, but I was uh, very young for that first world championships. And um, you know, I coming onto the scene, I didn't really make a big splash there. Uh, I ha- didn't have the race I expected. I had some um, technical difficulties and that, that pushed me back a lot, but, um, 
I think coming on so young, I did surprise a lot of people. And, um, you know, there's a lot of questions like, wow, like, are you new to this? And um, so, I mean, it was definitely fun to uh, make a mark. Hey, Grace, I got a few questions here for you. Just, again, showing, you know, I'm trying to figure out everything you, you were doing. Who who came, who won the silver? Who was right behind you? Um, Lauren Stedman from Great Britain. Oh, so Great Britain, okay. Uh, and, and with your, your competition, uh, on the swim side of it, it seems like I've seen some of those things. I don't know if I'm watching Iron Iron Man, Iron Woman type thing, but it seems like those are always out in the ocean or a lake or something. Was was that the swim or was it in the Olympic pool? Uh, it was out in the ocean. Out so, in the ocean. Um, yeah, it was. It was a bit, a little bit wavy, but it was actually the water was perfect temperature and it was um, pretty clear and it was uh, perfect on race day. Hmm. Wow. So uh, your uh, competition, we were talking earlier with you when we were off air about you've competed against your sister some too, right? Yes. And uh, she enjoys that? That's fun for you guys to run against each other? Yeah. You know, I haven't I haven't raced her um, in about four years. And since then, I've gotten a lot faster, and so has she. And so... Um, We'll see this coming track season. indoor and outdoor track season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick, uh, back on the national side, uh, the financial side of this, uh, Grace, there's obviously some some finances that have to be uh, – are they brought in? I, uh, how does that work for you uh, to, to travel to some of these tournaments and some of these, these events? Um, how, how is that financially taken care of? Well, I, um, I'm on the national team for – Team USA, and so um, I receive a travel stipend um, from the Olympic Committee. And then for, like, local races, like, not um, international competition, just, like, nationally, um, my triathlon team, Dare to Try, covers that. Do they they help with your folks getting over there, too, or did your mom and dad have to do all that personally? Well, my... Mom and dad um, have to pay for themselves, but my prosthetic company has a a travel fund that they put money in for them. Um, oh, that's nice. Because I can't be, I can't receive sponsorship right now because I'm um, an amateur athlete, right. and so. If, if um, hey Grace, if people want to donate to Dare Dare to Try, um, which is a club out of Chicago, do you know? And I haven't looked on that website. Is there a place if people are led um, to help that club out? Uh, is there a place on the website to be able to do that? Yes, um, I have a a fundraising page, but I'm not sure if it it can't go in my name, but. Um, if you go to the the website, there's a donate now button. I'm pretty sure. Okay. And, um, yeah, yeah, they they are an amazing um, team and club. They they help so many athletes get back on their feet and um, just their their community and their mission is incredible. It's uh, Dare to Try. It's Dare the number two try para triathlon club. And and I would highly recommend to to Google that. I'll do that when we get done with this interview. And if there is a donate button, 
uh, figure a way to help these guys out. They're doing great work, and they 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 specialize in getting injured uh, war veterans, you know, back into competition. And again, dare to dare to try para triathlon club. It's uh, based out of Chicago. Don't hold that against them here in Wisconsin. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, dare to try, and if you can help out, uh, feeling led to help uh, Grace and some of the people that are involved with that club, I, I would highly recommend that. Hey Grace, I know you've been an inspiration to to many to kids uh, that even don't have a disability to you know see what you do uh, and your uh, your work ethic and and so forth. Who who's been a real inspiration to you? You've been a big inspiration, I know, probably to many. But who's been a great inspiration to you? Um, I would say my older sister Bethany has been um, just a, a really big role model in my life. Um, she encourages me in athletics, um, but more importantly, she she reminds me of of where my identity is. And um, she wrote me this note before the Paralympics, and I read it a few nights before my race, and um, she was, it was, um, it made me cry, but it was about how how much she enjoyed that I look up to her, and, um, but her main message in that note was um, where my identity is, and it's not, she wanted me to know that, um, and remember that whenever I look in the mirror, I don't see the Olympian first, I see a child of God first, and mm-hmm. then, yeah. then the Olympian, and um, so she's been a huge role model in my life, and um, I really look up to her. Yeah, and does she push you too? I mean, does does she say, "Hey, she yeah, you can do this," you know, and doesn't necessarily feel yeah. sorry for you, but she just wants to see you get better and improve? She does, and she has um, a very loving spirit, and um, she just wants she wants me to improve in, in uh, my athletics and my walk with Christ, and hmm. she's definitely definitely a huge part of my life. Uh, Grace, I had four boys, and they, they might inspire one another, but they're going to trash talk the whole way through it. So I take it with you and Bethany, there's no trash talking? No, not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> we try to be we careful can... so we don't bring each other down. <laughs> we, yeah, we, hey, we'll teach you some, Grace. <laughs> you know, here in Wisconsin, we, we do a lot of trash talking. Hey, before we let you go, um, your favorite verse um, my favorite verse is Philippians 4.13. Um, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And um, that really really proved true this this um, time at the Paralympics with all the races and all the different things I had to deal with, um, which is new circumstances and different people I was meeting and um, different like media requests. And um, it was just, just trusting God and his strength and um, and. I, he never failed me, and it was, um, it was just very, it was very inspiring to see that uh, come true and and live out. Hey, thank you so much. We really appreciate uh, your time on this, and and for uh, for the for the guy at Cedarville that 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 set set this up for you and I to do this. Tell him two words for me: Go Badgers. Okay, he's a big okay. Wolverines guy. You just say McGivern said go Badgers, and he'll understand. <laughs> okay. Grace Norman, thank you so much. Good luck. The Lord has just a great plan for you and and your life. And please take full advantage of the uh, the platform that He has given you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Grace. We'll get to, let's get to a break on the side of the break. Uh, Pastor Ken Keltner and I will close it up. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio one hundred five seven FM, the Fan. 
More now of Faith in the Zone, discovering people of sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Young Express. Back with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Matt, Grace Norman, how, how impressive is that? Oh, that she was, was really yeah, impressive to yeah, me. Yeah, that's very good and uh, appreciated her, uh, her testimony. I, you know, you can't say enough about, you know, I'm thankful for my parents, you know, even at a young age, sharing with me the Lord and, and her folks uh, taking her to church, sharing with her the love of Christ. And at five, she made that decision. And, and I'll tell you, it's, uh, it's never too late to make that decision, Mike. No, it's, it, it's not. And, and I love the part, you know, her parents, and I read this article, they were thrown for a loop. You know, both uh, big-time athletes in college and, and in you know, they were both runners. And to have a child come out without a foot, have a baby, uh, and it said our, our faith was really challenged at that yeah, moment. I bet it was. Yeah. And for them, I think I loved when she said, look, they never allowed me to have an excuse. Yeah. No pity party. No pity party. No, let's go. And the fact that she's she is uh, running against able-bodied athletes and doing really well um, shows a lot of grit and determination. And on the college level, Cedarville, um, pretty pretty competitive athletically there. Yeah, I, I you know what I'm gonna have to take a look and see how she did against Bethany, her sister. You know, this year when they start running. Man, that was a big story for you. You like that that sibling rivalry oh, stuff? Man, oh, you betcha. Yeah, and and when she said no, we don't smack talk because we don't want anybody to feel bad. Man, be quiet. Start smack talking, <laughs> and then after you beat her, then say, "Oh no, you're fine. You're fine." <laughs> That's the difference between girls and boys, right there. Oh, that is see, and I. I wasn't around the girls' stage of it really that much. I had all the boys, and we were just trying to keep them from. Uh, well, you I mean, co- you coach girls enough. Yeah, I did, but uh, I mean, I I th- th- I just uh, told them, hey, you, you know, don't don't worry about how how loud I'm saying it to you. I, you know, I'm caring for you. I want to see you win. <laughs> but I think they had uh, comfort in being able to talk about the coach more than one another because they'd get ticked at me. Yeah, well, these those girls that I coached at Calvary Baptist, they always felt bad after they beat a team by 20. <laughs> and I said, do you think anybody felt bad for you? You guys had two wins in three years. And they are like, no, probably not. And I said, don't feel bad for them. That just mm-hmm. makes them try harder. Just get out there and and uh, and try and and you know if you can beat a team by twenty, then maybe we can beat them by twenty five. They never liked any of that. Well, they didn't like that talk. Yeah. No, they did not. Well, this Grace Norman was incredible, and I can't thank uh, the people from Cedarville um, University enough for for reaching out to me and saying, "Hey, look, she might be a perfect guest for Faith in the Zone." I didn't know a lot about Grace. Um, it was interesting to be able to ask her some of the questions uh, that we asked her. You know, I I don't know a lot about um, what she has gone through. And it sounds like, look, this is just who she is. Yeah. And she didn't feel uh, you didn't tell she didn't feel sorry for herself. No, no, no. she she gets after it. Well, you know, in in, in this article, it's talked about, hey, look, you know, people come up and say, hey, I'm really sorry. And she'll say, sorry for what? And they'll say, sorry for this or sorry for that. And she says, look, I don't need I, you don't need to feel sorry for me. I'm doing just fine. And I love that attitude that, that she has. Great upbringing, great parents, and yeah. great family. 
That was a great broadcast, Mike. Thanks for all your work with yeah, it. Yeah, you bet, Pastor. It's good to see you today. Yeah. Thanks for listening. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 a.m. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip for a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people of sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Was it really amazing grace? Now I know for certain, Lord, it was you that rescued me. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.